Welcome back to part two of this fantastic conversation with Zia and Krushal Yusufzai. Let's dive straight back in. Every change needs uh, one to dare, one to be have this resilience, the 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 bravery, and uh, your character. Uh, and the belief, like your belief is very much important that what you believe in, do you really believe in? And um, uh, how much you are prepared to sacrifice for it or stand for it? Yeah. Um, like in the beginning when it was fine because Malala was like young, uh, even she, I was appreciated, she was appreciated. Uh, at that time, I was more criticized about my encouragement of Torpekai that she should be more visible in the community. Okay. So some of my close friends did not like that. And one of my friends told me that uh, your wife, uh, like she has uh, more liberty or more uh, encouragement from you that she walks, she goes to bazaar and she is out. She goes to hospital with other people and like, you know, uh, people know that uh, who is more kind of liberal, uh, who, yeah. who, who is more, who has more f- space. Yeah. So, but I ignored them. Uh, on occasions, like I uh, reflected on my own behavior and uh, I tell people that uh, being a grown up in patriarchy uh, and part of that system, uh, with that, um, uh, with that uh, uh, psycho, uh, what that's called, with with that psychological yeah. uh, impacts on your mind, uh, deep, uh, deep. Uh, they're so deep that the first person that you come across is you. Hmm. Like um, the first person you have to fight with is you, wow. uh, because there is an old you which believes in all those social norms mm. and all those taboos, which the community believes in. Mm. You are the part of that community. You respect all those things, mm. which are wrong sometimes, but you yeah. still are respectful to that. And you, respectful are still, you are and, and you are con- conditioned in that way. Yeah. You are groomed in that way. Yeah. Um, and when you stand against that and you realize that these things are wrong, then uh, you see that some people just through their eye, through their glances, some there through their whispering, some people through their conversation with you. Like Kushal said that one day my older brother criticized me for sitting with a, a, a woman who came to our home and she was my benefactor because she helped me. Mm. Her brother helped me to stay at their home during my college life mm. and I wanted to be grateful to her yeah, yeah. and my brother was very critical oh you are just like become a, a woman man and you are sitting yeah. with women wasting your time you should study but 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 I wanted to repay her in a way not repay like to be grateful be respectful, oh, yeah. I, I had a similar thing as well so yeah. I was quite an introvert speaking of that and uh, in my childhood I used to stay in quite a lot because like yeah I don't know why but like I was introverted and I was called like feminine for that because I was you know yeah I stayed inside more and you know it was kind of weird like how 
they put like a the, stereotypes are strong. The, yeah, they? and and they put this idea of weakness to it, like being a female being weak. Uh, and more and associated to with, with them, more with them, more associated with yeah. them, more hearing from them, more yeah. listening to more them, listening. more speaking to them, a sign of weakness, which is very wrong. It develops understanding. It empowers you. Yeah. It strengthens you that when you share with your mother, with your wife, with sister, your sister, yeah. the serious issues of your life. So yeah. Kushal knows that whenever I'm in trouble, the first person I go to is Torpekai. Yeah. And I find great shelter in her uh, wisdom, um, in her uh, re- resilience, and she always come with great ideas. Yeah. Uh, so, like, um, uh, not only the community, some of my friends and some people, they, but once they saw Malala visible uh, and more. Uh, in media, more talking to the, uh, in the uh, talk shows are appearing in the seminars and workshops for education. Mm-hmm. And she was 13 years old, like, uh, like quite grown up girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then even my own nephew, he told my wife that uh, they are being criticized as family members. Uh, having that freedom and that visibility of Malala is not liked by the community, not liked by the people in the community. And uh, they uh, they bracket us as not at par with the honor of the social norms, uh, with the honor of the society. Mm. Um, and I told my wife, they tell him that he should, he, he doesn't need to poke his nose in our family affairs. He should shut. Uh, shut up. Uh, but the same nephew, he is my right hand. I love him. He loves me. And he is a big supporter of Malala and her work. So uh, he, he's, he's, just, he's just operating from within that system, isn't yeah. it? So sometimes it's easy to criticize or whatever. But as you say, that is the, that's the, um, the framework that everybody's in. This, this is you know. a war of nerves. So the change makers are always in this war of nerves. If you are stronger, you break their taboos and their bad norms. And if you you get pressurized because there are many, then you may get broken or you may get disappointed or you may try to be in compatibility with them. It's easier, follow isn't it? their, It's easier, mm-hmm. as they say, a dead fish always flow with the tide. <laughs> so it's uh, more difficult to fly against the tide, tide yeah. to swim against the tide, uh, to swim against the tide like a living fish. And I believe that stronger people, yeah. strong, strong people, they swim against the tide, but strongest people, they even turn the tide. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And that is possible. We have seen great human beings in this yeah. world who have changed the course of histories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, the, 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 the way we are now, so history doesn't begin with me or with Khushal or with you or with few uh, uh, change makers in this world. Yeah. It, 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 it has spread through history. Yeah. Uh, every century, every decade and every century has people and mm. there were not many people 
They were sometimes called prophets, sometimes called saints, sometimes they were philosophers, they came with fresh ideas mm. and then people built on that. Yes. And the things, those were social norms at some time, uh, now they are stigmas. Yes. Like the social norms of the past yeah. are stigmas of today's world. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in a school in the UK, children say that we don't like these guys on our walls. Uh, once upon a time, they were great people for this country. They did conquerors, uh, conquered things and um, they fought for this country. But we have heard that they were involved in slavery stuff. Mm. We want to change it. I mean, it's a debatable thing yeah, 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 because yeah. slavery was a social norm at that time yeah, yeah. and they might have done something good for their country as well. Yeah. But we human beings, we evolve in our values. Yeah. And that is the beautiful thing about us. And this is what, I mean, sometime I, I had this panel conversation this morning and I was telling, so on panel there were people who were like um, building their argument on the Islamic teaching and uh, Islamic history and terming it as the ultimate truth uh, like and I say it's fine I also am Muslim but what the wrong that we have done to Islam that the Prophet Muhammad he introduced great revolutionary things of his time yes in terms of women's rights in terms of girls rights introducing um, like their share in the heritage, yes. um, introducing uh, a great marriage system, divorce system, uh, and laws about it and protecting them. Yeah. But what did we do? Yeah. Rather than evolving those things, yeah. coming up with better than that, yeah. and making it like an ideal word for the girls, what we did. We snaked those rights that had been given by the Prophet in his time. We snaked them back in the name of the same Islam. Yes. Yeah. And it's interesting what it's, you were saying it's, about... It's, it's a shame, really. Yeah. So mm. what, 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 what I mean is with the material progress or with the material development, uh, which is questioned now, like the people who work for climate, they are questioning the unbridled... Um, material development, industrialization, yes. and uh, women, uh, sorry, climate activists like Greta Thunberg, mm. um, uh, she's leading a moment, a campaign that she's questioning that even should we fly in aeroplanes or not? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's debatable, but I mean that uh, uh, ideologies that are not the fittest. Yes. For the coming generations, yeah. they will extinct. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you can't impose a plow on the farmers in the age of tractor. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. If you are, if you want to do it by force, yeah. and if you have picked up a sword mm. and you say that no, every farmer has to use the plow. Yeah. Otherwise, I will slit their throats. Yes. That will not work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I would like to uh, yeah. add sorry, to this I'm, I'm sorry. I should give you some opportunity. No, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I'll speak. So you cut me and his <laughs> conversation should be fully included because he speaks 
beautiful things. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, you're both speaking. I'd yeah. like to add to his point. Now you, so I can develop on your stuff as well. You, okay. you know, the, what you mentioned about the changes Prophet Muhammad built, uh, brought. Like at the time, the society was very uncivilized. If he, you right away, you can't change extreme, bring extreme changes. Yeah. You can't just fully say, okay, all women must have education. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's very unrealistic. It yeah, doesn't exactly. work. Yeah. Yes, you yes, know, yes. but he set the foundation for it. But if you think that this is it, we're going to stick to this foundation, then society is going to go backwards yeah. because you must keep on evolving. You must try to find the next innovate on your yeah. laws, innovate on your technology, innovate on your ideologies. Mm, yeah. That's when society goes forward. There are other Muslim countries that are doing the most incredible things. You yeah. know, look at yeah. Turkey, yeah. look at uh, UAE, how, what they've done with their uh, tourism. Yes. And I can give you many other examples that they welcome other countries. They have good relationship with the countries mm. nearby. And, you know, it's not... Mm. Yeah, and, and unfortunately in our country, you know, especially um, dictatorship and it's Ziaulak, the Sharia law, that has really muddled the... Um, you know, he muddled religion into politics and then manipulated it. Mm. Uh, in people are very it, afraid of yeah, uh, religion. And, it's, a, it's a very strong grip on... Yeah, on, and then you use religion, you, you manipulate it into your own way in order to suppress people and get what, they, what you want from them. Mm. Uh, and it's very unfortunate, you know, um, because what, true, what Islam says is not what they're saying, mm. what these terrorists are saying, what these people that manipulate... Mm. The, the Quran to the, you know, they, they, they pretty much change it. They, they, they don't care about it. Honestly, as long yeah. as they're in power, yeah. they get benefit. Then they don't care about it. If, yeah. True religion says, you know, love thy neighbor and, you know, that's Christian, but yeah. same, it's similar. Yeah, same in Islam. Yeah. Same in Quran. Respect it's, your it's parents, Quran, be yeah. kind to your friends. And if you kill love one them. human, you kill the whole humanity. If yes. you save one human, you save the whole of humanity. Mm. You know, that, and in, there's this hatred between, like, you know, that they've, for, for, for political, I don't know, it might be for political gains, they've just create, created this hatred between religion, you know, to separate people, you know, to that, you know, keep, divide people. Divide yes. people. Mm. And then you can, you know, you, you can be like, oh, that's a good one, that's a bad one. No, that's not the case. Here, I go to school, I go to university, I see Christians, I see Muslims, mm. I see uh, Hindus, they all get along. Mm. Why can't we? Mm. You know? Mm. They're not affecting my faith just because he believes in Christianity or you believe in, for let's say someone else believes in Hinduism or you believe in Islam. My faith is my faith. I'll be very insecure and my faith will be very fragile if what you believe in is affecting what I'm doing here, what I believe in. What you believe in is affecting what I believe in. So it is insecurities. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know, when you question your own self and you, like, I, one thing, like, I, I'm a Muslim as well, but I have questioned my faith, mm. you know, because I want to know why I believe in it. Yes. And that's what actually makes your faith stronger. Yes, yes. Yeah, because yes. you have the reason for it. And you know, you, you're not just a blind, you're not just doing it because other people are doing it. Because, oh, if I'm, if I don't, um, follow this religion and he's going to like me or he's going to dislike me and society's not going to accept me. Yeah, yeah. It's not about that. It's just what you, mm. you have to find your own answers and your own reasons. Mm. And, you know, faith is within. And I think it's a very powerful point. I think um, even though I spent, you know, seven years in my 20s 
as a monk. I mean, which is like mm. fully yeah, absorbing that. Yeah. yeah, but it's in later yeah, life. Well, monk. Well, no. I mean, Once upon ex monk, ex monk. <laughs> but but what 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 I mean is is that um, so I was very immersed in that life, um, and then I had a period also, you know, where I kind of. Um, was busy with work and family and other things. It wasn't really like the central focus of my thing. But as I've got uh, older now, um, I'm not like as active as I was when I was a monk, but I've started to reconnect to the, to the idea of having a relationship, a personal relationship with God. And so I think that's when faith becomes kind of quite real because mm -hmm. it's not just a list of rules or just some kind of uh, a philosophy or something yeah. it when it becomes like a relationship imagine you have a friend that you spend time with and you talk with and you kind of you know no one can tell you that's not real right <laughs> because you're experiencing it yeah do you know what i mean um I so i that. think um you know that's the thing i think at the fundamental level uh, we have all these labels and names and countries and fates and whatever else but ultimately if we the idea that i love is that we're eternal living souls and we have this relationship with god mm. um and we, we had a conversation before where i used that example of the sun and mm. um, every morning the sun rises all over the world but they call it by different names in different countries mm. yeah exactly but it's the same sun right it's the same sun you know yeah so i think that's the thing um that's interesting but um when we the, the one thing we can see is when we when we focus on the differences between ourselves Often a lot of fighting happens. <laughs> I, yeah. Your idea is also kind of similar to Stoic idea, mm. that we're all pretty much atoms, you know. And we all are made of once, we're on a molecular, on a very quantum level, we are all mm. pretty much the same thing. Like you're a set of atoms, you're a set of atoms, mm. I'm a set of atoms, yeah. different beliefs. Um, I, I wanted to, sorry, I kind of lost my thoughts. Um, um, what was I going to say? Sorry, yeah, I'll come back to this. Come back. Commonality or differences you were talking about? Like, yeah. what's common between us? Yeah. Are um, different between us and... Yeah, so uh, faith and religion, it, I believe, should be more personal. And yeah, I, I kind of lost... Yeah, I'll, I'll come, back, we'll to come, back, come to back to it. Yeah. Come back to it, So, you know, you were... Um, you were, what was the, the, you and Malala were speaking a lot. Is that because education, is that because of the Taliban? Or what, why was education, why are we having to speak out? What was the reason? Yeah, like, um, it's like, um, I mean, a tragic story having a good ending, but yeah. always tragic stories don't have a good ending. But yeah. in our case, it's... Uh, we had a great life, like just imagine in the beautiful valley of Swat, which is called the Switzerland of the mm. uh, Pakistan and uh, Queen called it the Switzerland. I mean, when yeah. Queen calls it Switzerland, yeah. it's really Switzerland. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, and when I was in Switzerland, somebody told, I say it's Switzerland is less beautiful than Swat because Switzerland is very cold. Yes. And a guy, a Swiss guy came to me and he said, then you should say Switzerland. <laughs> anyway, it's a funny thing. Mm -hmm. So being in, uh, in, in, in Swat in that beautiful valley with uh, these three kids, amazing Kushal, Atal, Malala, my beautiful wife, Torpekai, and we had a great life. Yeah. Uh, this change from a patriarchal family into an egalitarian family, believing in equality, having this 
these values, beautiful values inside the home of like democracy, uh, a friendship and uh, uh, like love and respect and uh, freedom of expression for everyone. Mm. Um, we enjoyed our life a lot, mm. even yeah. in poverty. Mm. Uh, we, I tell people that we were, um, we were poor uh, in resources. We had meager resources, mm. even uh, have one chicken and mm. its pieces were hardly eaten by everyone sometime. Mm. Uh, if we had a guest, we had to sacrifice a piece of chicken and not eating ourselves. Mm. Uh, even in that uh, poverty, uh, kind of poor economy, uh, we were rich in values, mm. very rich in values, I should say. Uh, and I am thinking that that was a blessing in disguise, uh, those meager resources, because what we learn in that adversity, uh, I think that if I think of having the same values, the same empathy in our heart, the same compassion for human beings, with the things that we, we are not that right, but still we are well of people. Compared to Compared how you to mean, we are, very I mean, thousands times well off than that, yeah. thousand times. So I am afraid that if, would we have developed those values mm. in this situation? While when we life would is comfortable. Comfortable and we, you are away mm. from the miseries, <clears throat> uh, from the difficulties of the common people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we were very happy uh, in our own resources. We were helping people. We were living our life. We were enjoying life. We used to go on weekends to the riverside, eating there on the riverside, going in those uh, things, uh, cradled kind of things. Yeah. My father came from the Shangla, uh, uh, the, 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 my, my native town, my native district, and together with him. So beautiful life. And the dream was very simple, educating my children. And you were a teacher. I was a teacher. I had this school. I started this school and um, it was like uh, educational entrepreneurship. Like I wanted, it was a platform of change because I was, uh, uh, my school was different. Like I wanted to encourage girls and boys to speak up and to be speakers, debaters. Uh, I wanted to them to be artists. I involved parents in my school stuff. Like I even I called parents to educate parents about money, about parenthood, about sex, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was very unusual, uh, about uh, uh, the, the how, what kind of friends uh, their children should have, kind of friendship they should have, like all those stuff I discussed. What was inspiring them. you? Like where were you getting your ideas from? Honestly speaking, I was like, I wanted to mentor my children and everything that was good and came to my mind uh, I tried to practice that. Yeah. So it was something indigenous that I learned from my father. I, I read in a book, uh, but things which I, I initiated were sometimes very new. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so in that life when, and my big dream was about my daughter, obviously, because I had already been educated. My brother was educated. My father was kind of educated in his time of education. Mm. So this was a third generation mm. uh, where the boys would be definitely educated because mm. I was educated, but it was the first time that I was educating my daughter. Yes. And all my hopes of change for a girl, for a daughter in 
that situation in that community was education that the only thing that can give my daughter a different life than her aunt's life or her mother's life or her grandmother's life is education yeah. and when you pin all your hopes on education and then when malala was in grade four and you hear these bad stories that there are people in Afghanistan who were stopping us from school and then you say, oh, they are coming to Pakistan now and there is 9-11 and then the the failure of the Talibanization and militancy in Pakistan and then they started destroying schools in the tribal built of the Pakistan bordering with Afghanistan and then gradually they came close and close and Talibanization started in Swat Valley and the Maulana through his FM radio starts speaking against yeah. education and particularly guns education. Even against all education. All and education, especially, especially yeah, in guns education and he was encouraging and motivating, uh, I should say demotivating parents uh, uh, about guns education and some of the parents and some of the girls voluntarily they were dropped off the school because dropped out of the school uh, because they were impressed with his preaching they said like even he named them on his fm radio that from that village uh, miss khadija miss aisha uh, she has left her school in grade five i congratulate her and her yeah. parents uh, for this act of um, for this Islamic act, for this good act, and they will be rewarded in the afterwards, mm-hmm. and they will be protected from the hazards and from the uh, obscenity or from the harms of the modern education. So, such things started. So, they're presenting it very much as a cultural, religious. Exactly. Uh, and in that scenario, when I was hearing these things right from the day one, I stood against that. So you must have felt like these people are about to destroy everything I'm trying to build, right? Exactly. And that's the point that people don't understand. People ask, sometimes people ask me that why you were there to stand yourself against Talibanization, speaking for girls' right to education and right to education for everyone, Mm. while everyone was quiet. And why... Did you encourage your daughter while she was a child that she started speaking? Otherwise, in normal situation, one should take care of one's own life and flee away yeah. uh, and protect their own lives. But when you see this passion, this dream, this mm. ambition mm. that my daughter will have quality education, she will complete her education and then she will be her. She will be not known by my by my name or by Khushal name by uh, or by her husband name. She will be Malala, like the Malala of Maven. Yeah. And then some people came. No, she is not going to be the Malala of Maven. Yeah. She is going to be inside the four walls. She will not be a- a- allowed to go to school. And then they on uh, uh, at some stage they said that okay, girls up to grade four can go to school. And then they said funny things that girls can't wear the school uniform uh, because they wear plain clothes and uh, they looks like men. Uh, Then we started like sometime uh, plain clothes just to protect their identity, their students. 
and then they on occasion they said that oh this 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 colorful uh, they should wear colorful clothes because they look like men a, a woman should look like a, a, a woman you understand yeah, yeah yeah anyway so all these funny ridiculous things were going and um, uh, at that time i mean it was obvious it was very natural for the kind of person that i was or i had been what i had learned in my life and what i was standing for even before talibanization i stood for education for environment for uh, democracy uh, for human rights i mm. was i was already proactively involved in all those good stuff for the community mm. and then people come or oh, your daughter is not allowed to be going to school mm. and they bombed more than 400 schools bomb for bombed yeah, and destroyed and burned and, and killed people uh, kill all, no. Uh, no 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 just the schools just the schools um and they bombed their more than 400 schools and when uh, all those things were happening and then uh in um december 2008 they gave this announcement on their fm radio that no girl older young would be allowed to go to school after 14th of january 2009 wow and that was class dismissed that was the end of girls education for that time not now okay yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and uh, that was the time when like father like daughter malala started speaking uh like since 2007 she started speaking to media and in the beginning it was like uh, a extra curricular activity a kind of like media people came to swat and they wanted somebody to speak about the situation yeah. because the traditional political leaders our political elders are influential people of the community they had disappeared they had like uh, locked their uh, their 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 mouths or their lips um, tight lipped or lip tight some they mm-hmm. they didn't want to say anything to save their lives just out of fear yeah yes out of fear uh, and their fear was genuine yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. because uh, at night they used to uh, announce people's name on their fm radio and next day the people who had been announced were finished yeah. so it was difficult time and the blessing uh, in disguise was that i was not a han i was a common man a common teacher okay uh, like, uh, like well, what did you say not a khan khan means uh, like a feudal lord or like a politically very well known person okay um, i got my fame because being common but being special because very vocal so i i became a leader of the crisis you can say yes for in 4 5 years uh, i was a crisis leader so in other words when they put this ban mm-hmm. that's when you and others were speaking at the most exactly yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. and they uh, like they they made us vulnerable they put visible. us on the radar visible they put mm-hmm. us on the radar of the taliban and then you know what happened yes yes and what what year uh, did did that happen uh it was uh, october 2012 of october 2012 okay yeah and then everything changed right of course everything changed did you ever think that that uh, had you ever allowed yourself to think that that might happen because obviously you knew there was uh, like threats and stuff did you just uh, think oh it won't happen or slightly because uh, in january 2012 we received uh, a, th- a threat through 
social media through like uh, a lady showed us on to me on computer i was not aware of computer stuff in those days well even i had learnt how to send an email yeah. uh, so you know it, it was 2000 uh, uh, like 10 11 mm-hmm. uh, so uh, in 2012 in january uh, we met this lady who was in america and he had come to karachi and we were there on a tour and she told me that have you seen this threat to your daughter and to another uh, human rights activist social activist uh, and have you seen it? And oh my God, uh, it, it was a very difficult time when I saw it. Uh, so after that time, uh, I was really very scared. I was very paranoid. And uh, even on that day, we were invited by a friend for lunch. And I went to washroom in their home uh, seven, eight times because I heard this. Uh, news uh, that they may attack her because so it was very difficult time then we went to SWAT uh, then I was invited by the police officers and they said that you should keep low profile Uh, and I wanted to move her to a different town and I was thinking that in the new class she will go there Uh, I was working on that even Uh, then one of the security guys told me that it will be similar if she is here or she go to a different town but better that you don't speak much and you keep low profile so even uh, we try to keep low profile not appearing on many occasions Mm. uh and uh, not accepting prizes like uh, she was the government the provincial government wanted to give her some title and we refused that Mm. uh some ambassador of peace for the province and we said no it's sorry we can't accept it it will bring more visibility to Mm. uh, to Uh, And being vulnerable, having more visibility, it is more risk. Mm. Plus she had exams as well. Yeah, so all all those things were there. Uh, But still, I mean, when you are in this situation, you don't have any clear-cut information. You are said that it might happen Mm. because all the people who are being threatened, uh, they are not killed. Yes, Um, yes, yes. And uh, when a lady called, no, no, the uh, minister called me and told me that we want to make her ambassador of peace. And I told that we have some difficulties, we can't accept it. uh, And we have the threats. Uh, He told me, oh, we receive these threats every day. Don't worry about it. So kind of like um, things that you are always like, uh, if even if you think of those uh, threats, you have something uh, that stops you from thinking that way. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you also well, want... You don't want to think of it. Yeah, 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 you don't want to think of it and you think positive in a kind of way, okay. Like, for example, mm. uh, you bring argument from your own side. Oh, they destroyed more than 400 schools, but they never killed a teacher or a boy or a girl. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that means they destroy, they destroy schools, but they don't kill children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Malala is a child. And at that time, up until that time, they hadn't killed like they had no 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 she was the first child the first girl they attacked wow and um uh it was like uh uh, it shocked everyone in swath in pakistan all around the world and you know about the story that how it followed afterwards uh so 
uh, also one more thought like on positive side that oh these talibans are pashtuns and pashtuns never attack a girl mm. and a child even in fight in but i mean it was my stupidity thinking of terrorist that they will have some values yeah or some it, 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 it yeah, ethics don't blame yourself uh, later on they even uh, later on they even attacked uh, an army public school uh, in peshawar two yeah, years out, uh, four yeah. years after they no no two years after that it was brutal 12 uh, in 2014 16 december uh, they attacked a school and they killed more than 32 children mm, uh, some really. um, s- uh, around 20 other school staff and exceleri staff members so it was horrible so i mean but the thing was it because it was the first you didn't have previous examples to to believe that it would really happen yeah yeah no no could do you remember the time yeah i do uh what would you like to know just i i don't know i mean i guess uh the everything must have yeah, been a blur I've heard it many times if you share that what how did you I think how people because he shared it so many times uh, I, f- i feel like people actually don't understand the sometimes word doesn't put into perspective the severity of these circumstances mm. you know when when you're speaking up against them like you almost like he didn't have a choice but then what would have I said if he would have died then I would have been orphaned you know those kind of thoughts cross mm. your mind mm. and then later on were you uh, where is how old were you at the time I was kind of I think they were trying to keep uh, I was 12 I think yeah so, I was so you you had some some idea yeah, that I it was they, dangerous they started, yeah I think there was a, I remember there was a kind of weird mood in the around that time mm. um and I knew that he had death threats before um and you know they would kill teachers and my father was teacher and I was this was one of my fears that what if at a check post they stop and they check his ID and you know mm-hmm. they would behead him and you know years later um i was speaking to this um this person you know they had also had a, a broken past and they was talking about how scarring their childhood was mm-hmm. when i started talking about mine i had panic attack i went to his room i was crying basically I had this really nasty image of him being basically someone bringing you know his yeah. head to the house yeah. uh, and you know it's very horrific imagery they mm, would do yeah. that you know they would cut teachers head off police I mean, head uh, off teachers and might they, be but the notables of the political leaders yeah. op- opinion leaders Or hang them <clears throat> yeah, hang uh, them upside down yes yeah. um so it, yeah and you realize later when you start to grow up how paranoid you become how um yeah insecure and you feel like you you feel victimized because when malala got attacked and i was like you know not only did they hurt a part of me they also you know hurt your ego like you know in pashtun we are we are quite revengeful his eye for an eye and you know mm-hmm. god i'm gonna get you back and then for years i had this revengeful feeling i wanted to get him back but then I realized that I was hurting myself that I was still letting them win. Yeah. And by you know when my sister they forget when she forgave him for for her own peace like mm. you said um um uh, she said like I forgive and then I, I started reflecting on that you know she inspired me and there's again wow. it coming to that he created that environment where I can be spared from a female. So my sister doing that act inspired me. So when I forgave them and I forgave myself 
mm. as well by forgiving them. Because you feel as a man that uh, I should have protected or, you know, oh like the man God. thing. Yeah. Yes. You know that sort of male thing. For two, three years, I was a world, in a world of coulda, shoulda, wouldas. Oh, I wish I was on that bus mm. and I would have fought them. I would have done this. Or oh, what if I told that Malala that day? Or just wait for thing you don't go today. Mm. Or what if I, you know, if I was on that bus, if I would have stood in front of the bullies, they would have shot me instead. That would have been better. Mm. And I, you know, it took me years to come accept his reality. Mm. And I also used to think, oh, what my life would have been like there. Would I have been happier, mm. sad? And I was miserable here, to be honest. I didn't speak the language for two years. When you first years, came yeah. to England, yeah. And then you have people in Pakistan saying that, oh, you know, mm. they're abroad, they're happy. Nah, I'm going to PTSD here, mate. I didn't ask for any of this bullshit. Nor do I give a fuck about any, you know, coming. Like, I, I got power of me, got her. I was living in a blame. Like, for three years, for three, four years, I was doing more thinking than living. I was trapped here. And, you know, the depression and PTSD really... Because it's a real yeah. thing, PTSD, yeah. that's, isn't it? Where where such a very deep traumatic thing yeah. happens and then it takes time to process. Yeah. Take it a long time sometimes. Yeah. And yeah, it kind of highlighted to me people care about a lot of superficial stuff. Yes. Yeah, a lot of superficial. Yeah, and um, you know, one thing we... I asked him this on my podcast that how did you deal with that such unfair false criticism? Mm. And one thing I realized myself that you know, as I matured through the years, that I would rather be hated by those people than loved. And because well, if I'm loved by them, I'm doing something wrong. What is that and saying? Isn't I'd rather be hated for what for what's real yeah. uh, rather than love for something that's not really that's me. Not, yeah. Or something without like that. doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. And yes. you know, that's something I'm very proud of him because it, in those. I, I believe my family is underrated, despite Malala being worldwide. She's very, still very underrated. Mm. The, the bravery, the, the stuff I've seen personally, it's mm. not spoken about. It's not, people don't understand it because words don't do it justice. Mm. And, you know, I'm grateful to this guy next to me for being such an amazing father. I love you, man. Love have you a little too. hug there. Go on, yeah. have a little hug. Go on, give him a hug. <laughs> I, love, I love you. Oh, he's a yeah. fair boy. Um, yeah, and you know, it's going through this kind of adversity, it makes you strong. It really does when you stay resilient through it. Otherwise, it can it can you break suicidal. you too. It can oh, break yeah, you too. It can, um, what it can Ziel make... said earlier, I loved it, and I've, see, I've seen the same thing in my own life, is that when you suffer, <clears throat> it's, it's like we see in the film. If, if a woman in the family uh, suffers, <clears throat> either she will feel... Uh, I don't want my daughter to experience this. Mm. Or sometimes she will say, uh, I suffered, you should suffer, right? Unfortunately. But the same way, when we suffer, sometimes it makes us angry and we want to hurt other people. Or sometimes our empathy gets bigger, like you said, because we know what what it feels like to suffer. Mm, And then when we see somebody else suffering, we feel also bad. Um, It's a a very good point. I talked to you about it, uh, about as, as, you, as I've got older and you get a little bit richer and a little bit more bigger house and everything. Sometimes I, I get, I'd say scared is not the right word, but I feel, I fear that I'm getting removed mm. too much from, mm. you know, the... From the common person. From the common uh, person, yeah. I think the, usually with 
what I fear with that kind of things, like for example, when people start to succeed and it's other people think that they have to change their ways with you. Mm-hmm. And even though you, if you're the same person, because it's, mm-hmm. it's what, what you put your value on. Like my family there, I don't care even if they're billionaires, millionaires, I don't know, have 20 pounds. Like this guy's principles will be, his principles will be strong. Mm. It's not determined by superficial stuff. Mm. But then other people, they look at these kind of things and they're like, oh, and I don't like, it's, it's kind of understandable that they're like, oh, do I have to act certain way now? Do I have to be ultra respectful? Yeah, Am I right. not good enough to be mm. talking? And then this, this comparative, you know, that there's a philosopher who said, I can't remember his name. He says comparison is a thief of joy. Yes. And our society is, wow. is struggling. Is there is self harm? Jealousy is self harm. Mm. And even but it's here, so common, it, isn't it, with it social media and everything? Everywhere. Yeah. Especially with social media, yeah, and yeah. you know, people self harm themselves by comparing. I okay. For example, let's say I'm in a, I'm on a, I'm in the most beautiful place on planet Earth. Mm. If I say, oh. Oh, I wish if I had a girl or a friend here, it would have been better. Yeah. I just kill my joy. Yeah. But mm. well, we always, because with, all, with yeah. my two sons, I'm often talking to them about it because sometimes, you know, they, they can start to uh, focus on the, the negative thing. Yeah. And, um, and we can all do it, you know, sometimes. But is it, are, are you focusing on what's missing or what is there? What is there? You know, yes. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Being complaining for what is missing. Or- being grateful for what is, yeah, what is there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, yeah. So, sorry. Um, so these people look at each other, you know, like a lot of jealousy we noticed when Malala yes. was doing her stuff and just, so why not, you know, why not see her as a source of inspiration? Yes. I saw a source of mm. inspiration. Yeah. Seeing her work in a room, I was like, it motivated me when I was going to stuff stages in sixth form. I was like, this girl is a Nobel Peace Prize winner. She's here sitting on a table working. <laughs> <laughs> like any normal person, yeah. and that inspired me. I started working hard, and I and got into... fighting with me, with me as well. Yeah, fighting with you as well. Like, yeah, meanwhile, meanwhile, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 And, um, you know, th- there are two types of people. This is one thing I've recently learned ones that get jealous, ones that get inspired. The ones that ins- get inspired, hey, everyone, you're always gonna see someone that's better than you at something. Yeah, you can either I can get jealous. Or I can get inspired. If I get inspired, I'm looking at a very prosperous and happy life mm. where I build on self-improvement. Very good. Very and then there's jealousy that will shatter you. That will that mm. self-harm. Not only will you push other people away, yeah. but you'll also kill your own joy. Yes, mm. yes, um, yes. True. Yeah. I think a holy prophet Muhammad peace be upon him says that al hasud la yasud, like. Um, a jealous person uh, never achieves like he's in loss yeah. uh, or he burns himself. Mm. So it's self-burning, like yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's bad thing. But one thing, it's very natural thing. So, I mean, we, we are all human beings. We all get jealous sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I want to experience my my jealousy with you, like. <laughs> okay. I want to ask you a question as well okay. after okay. you finish okay. it. Like, uh, I mean, we are all human beings, and uh, I'm a human being. If you are not, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I might be an alien. I, I, I have all the weaknesses, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, um, I love myself that um, unless I'm not harming anyone, yeah. um, 
and I have these weaknesses, it's fine because um, I keep, it keeps me humbled as well. It keeps me human that I'm not a god. Yes, mm. yes. Uh, not an angel. Um, on occasions in life, whenever I have felt jealousy, uh, I have immediately reflected on my jealousy. Yeah. I have immediately gave a thought, give a second thought to my jealousy in solitude. Yeah. And even I have raised my hands to God mm. and said, Oh God, I should not be like this. Mm. I should powerful. not be the guy I'm going to be. Mm. Become with this jealousy feeling. Mm. I had it. And I reprimanded myself. Yeah. That, uh, oh God, give me a positive thinking yeah. and good thinking. Mm. Um, I love that person who is making that progress. Why should I feel bad for him? This is not good for me. Yeah. So yeah. this this thing, uh, what happens when, as you said, we all feel jealous on occasions, mm. uh, but it's the manifestation of your jealousy. Whether you stop it from uh, uh, from from expressing it in a bad way, mm -hmm. like a bad comment or bad actions mm -hmm. against someone, hurting someone, or you are digesting it in a way that it makes you more powerful to be positive, yeah. uh, more accommodative. Um, and learning with the passage of time to be happy, seeing other people happy. Yeah. This is, this, this jealousy, when you fight it and you succeed in fighting it, you reach to a point when, then you become the kind of human being that whenever you see somebody suffering, you feel very sad. You have this big empathy. And when you see people happy and successful, yeah. you're not miser and expressing your happiness, your genuine happiness. Mm. Um, so I personally think that uh, this is the healthy side. Mm. Uh, when you overcome your jealousy, you have to have that self-awareness. Self-awareness. First, to notice first, it. Because uh, you, you, you said you were aware of it. But, but a lot of people don't even get to that point. That's they don't even see it. That, that's, that's why. Who said, know thyself? Aristotle or something Aristotle, like that. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know much <laughs> philosophy of Aristotle. <laughs> this also, but that's a beautiful thing. He has yeah. said, know thyself. Mm. If I say, I mean, as Hushal said, jealousy is a bad thing. Yeah. You say jealousy is a bad thing. But I say one we thing. We all say jealousy is a bad thing. Mm. Like we all agreed that jealousy is a bad thing. Yes. But we are still jealous. Yes. But the thing that's interesting is, is like what, 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 what I like about I'll, your approach I'll, I'll to it is, you. is that I don't say that jealousy is a bad thing for some moralistic reason. It's, it's a bad thing because you can see how it affects you. Yeah. yeah it hurts like, you, right? Yeah, it hurts you. It, it harms you, really. Yeah. So when you are jealous, and you literally express your jealousy, I mean, in, in 
you wish something bad for someone okay mm-hmm. in the heart of your heart whether you say it or not but you wish it mm-hmm. then it is it shows the smallness of your god mm-hmm. it shows the smallness of your world and yourself like you your your image of god the god you believe in is very tiny mm-hmm. because you expect him or her to be the kind of god that Mm. he will accept your bad wishes and you are his creature or her creature the god's creature yeah. that guy is a god creature yeah. and you tell the god that kill him destroy him <laughs> huh? yeah. harm him and make me happy and god <laughs> is looking from the heavens to you you bloody boy you fool man you fool as a bloody bad yeah. word you fool you fool you think i am a stupid that i'll do that for you yeah. i should curse you rather So I mean and, and a, they are pretty much get cursed they curse themselves yeah because yeah. they have this negative emotion that they think yeah. someone else's success and failure yeah. is going to make them better or worse yeah it, you know what you you were just asking so I remember when when I was a monk um what we learned was that just what Zia said actually mm. that you know some people don't believe in god so let's let's just even just for a second take a paradigm where okay. there there is a god right mm-hmm. and all of the living entities are 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 the parts and parcels of that supreme being mm. right and the love that uh they have that he has for all of them and that they have for him is unlimited and eternal mm. but in our uh, time here when we're when we've forgotten that we're spiritual that we're a soul mm. and we believe that we're just this body from a certain country and we're a certain gender and we're a certain football team and all of that stuff yeah. and then we've 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 forgotten that and we've forgotten that each and every one of these other living entities is also eternal and very special yeah um and so then we see we we see each other by our differences yeah and so therefore this one is my friend this one is my enemy etc etc But then so my mentor used to say to me uh, which I thought was was it was a powerful thing he said you know we've become absorbed in the small because we've lost sight of the great oh, wow. wow beautiful right? beautiful you say so it again please we've become absorbed in the small mm. because we've lost sight of the great so as soon as you uh, understand that first of all I'm eternal yeah and Zia is eternal, you know. Kushal eternal is eternal. What sense? Well, that the soul never dies. Oh, yeah. it's like source of energy. Well, yeah, you can understand it. Which I'm destroyed. I'm, I'm taking yeah, yeah, some yeah, physics yeah. in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. There's so many different ways you can understand it, but just in a very simple way, that the that consciousness, yeah. that living force, is eternal, mm-hmm. and um, is has an eternal relationship with the supreme. Each, yeah. all of us do. Mm. Um, then why should we be in any competition or have any disagreements yeah. or whatever all of these things are so like i think i mentioned it once uh, when when uh, sometimes when i talk about meditation to to like teaching or whatever somebody taught me this that in the ocean sometimes on the surface is very choppy mm. bouncing around this way and that way and all sometimes you get all that froth on the ocean top but once you get down maybe 5 meters 10 meters oh. it's completely calm mm. right mm-hmm. so it's like that where on the top of the surface is so much you know disturbances and this and that and the other but i think um so the idea is is like we're all living in this world yeah. but we also have to try to access that deeper understanding yeah. which is kind of above 
you know, takes our, 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 our sort of understanding above. We humans are misunderstood. That's what it comes down to. And that's why I believe philosophy is the most underrated and the most needed subject. And the more, it needs to be taught. Mm. Thinking needs to... By the way, Khushal is studying philosophy. Philosophy, yes. Yeah, so, college, so he yeah. always presents philosophy. Is the yeah, especially Stoicism. Mother of all uh, knowledge are what it's yeah. called, everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Stoicism is not... Stoicism. I love Stoicism. Philosophy... I mean, the good thing about philosophy, I haven't studied it, but this is my thinking about philosophy. I I'll, I'll, create, I'll analyze it. <laughs> I will be creating myself. That philosophy gives you um, freedom. Yes. Philosophy gives you freedom from, uh, freedom for thinking from the objective conditions. Like, it gives you unlimited space to think mm. where you don't find any scent, any profit, any guard in front of you stopping you from thinking that way if you want. Mm. Yeah. It gives I you mean, like you explore. Yeah, you can explore, explore ideas. You can explore. I mean, you are not supposed to align yourself with the ideas you can benefit from them but you are not supposed to be to have faith in things or to believe like a faith in something that oh i have to justify my this thinking because already this thinking is existing yeah. rather than you're a free thinker yeah. so uh, and uh, only then i can be if, happy if yeah, philosophy i ha- i heard from one of the leaders um one of the, a leader in a country he said that like we had this conversation, I'll not name, and said that that particular country, they don't teach philosophy in universities. Really? Yeah. And I said, why? He said, because they think that then people will think. <laughs> and monarchies, <laughs> then they wonder why the society Monarchies, if there is a monarchy and there is uh, like absolute power with one person or with one <clears> family, <throat> Uh, like the royalty or something, mm-hmm. uh, and there is no democracy at all, mm. then the kings are scared of mm. philosophy in colleges and in schools yeah. well, and universities. Free thinking. Because yeah. free thinking is a threat to them. Yeah. They want people to be, as you said, to be, to be, to be programmed in a way yeah. that they are obedient, they are submissive, they just yeah. eat, drink and breathe and live in their yeah. kingdom with happiness, but happiness is not just eating, drinking and breathing and uh, dining and things. It's more than that because we are human beings. Yeah. And it's interesting too what you say as well, isn't it? Wherever they are trying to oppress education, we should see it as uh, alarm bells. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Yes. Alarm bells. Yes. I, I, re- I can't remember the quote. What was the, the very famous quote Malala said? I saw it written down. Something like, you know, they, cut, they want to... Why are they afraid of a girl with a book? Or something like that. Or, something, uh, a or, or if, if, they, if they can scare us with uh, no, a bomb, they, then I can, they, I can change the world with a book. Or something uh, like that. Taliban, no, no. They are scared of a girl with a book. Yeah, I think it's kind of something thing. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah amazing, right? Why what would you they, be scared of a girl with a book? What they are most like, yeah. scared of is a girl with a book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. And the girl they didn't want want to be like Malala of May one became the Malala Yousafzai. Yeah, exactly. So you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it yeah, it makes me feel very good because yeah, that yeah. But I feel empathy, like sympathy for them. Are kind of mm. I feel, um, I feel for the people who are that much extremist are. They are that much narrow in their thinking, or they want they are they have that much bigotry yeah. um, that uh, they are scared of a girl, or they are scared of knowledge. They are scared of yeah. wisdom. They are yeah. scared of um, they are scared of uh, um, thinking. Thinking this, even yeah. um, they're prisoners, aren't they? They're prisoners. Yeah, yeah. So so so. One day, a media person came to our school during Taliban time, and the schools were still open. And this journalist asked a grade ten or grade ten boy, um, and like he was asking questions from the students in a classroom, and uh, he asked this question in general: "That what? Why do you?" Now, why Taliban are against education? What do you think? Do me a favor, please. Can you go straight over and review us on Apple Podcasts? Let us know what you think about the podcast. We're really planning to build out the series this year and to create a podcast and share it with you every single week that will inspire you in your uh, evolution. So we've got a guest coming up called Jacqueline Novogratz who has started an organization called Acumen that's invested $1 billion into businesses and communities at the bottom of the pyramid. We have Raghunath Yogi, who started out in New York as a lead singer uh, of a hardcore band called Shelter. Then he became a monk. Now he's a uh, yoga teacher and in influencer and a person who goes around the world inspiring people about wellness and yoga and spirituality. So we're hoping that you'll get more involved and share your thoughts with us share what you love what you're enjoying points that stand out and even stuff that you totally disagree with or you have a different perspective on uh, let's let's get a, a community developing and let's get some dialogue going between us okay so there's one more part to Z and Kushal's interview um, it's an epic conversation three parts it's our longest one ever and actually we finished it at midnight so well done to the guys for sticking it out to the end um, but there's some really great content in this last third part where they continue to share their stories so openly and intimately. Um, but there's some real kind of belly laughing, heartwarming stuff at the end as well where we really, um, I think you'll just really love it. It's kind of infectious. Um, so look forward to seeing you in part three. Part three.